Welcome everybody to a very special edition of No Thirty Five of the Podcastle. I'm Epic Clark, Jonathan Hessinger. Come on out, You know, I uh, I was furious with the way my my I sounded last week. I was really? So angry with it, and I and I went to Best Buy like an idiot, thinking they'd have things for you know Macs, and they don't. Everything's for PC. So now I have to go to the Apple Store, I guess, to get headphones, or do I have to go online? And then it's always like a crapshoot. Uh, Didn't notice. I thought you sounded good, but you did. I it didn't sound. I was... It didn't sound a lot different on on my end, but you know, you are the man with the golden voice, so I you, you I know. It's good. <laughs> I know. I mean, on like when I listen back to it, like when you listen back to it, do you listen on headphones? No, um, usually in the car or yeah, uh, yeah not on headphones. Yeah, not on okay. Because on headphones, it always sounds a lot better. And I listened in my car, and it sounded like crap. Yeah, I love listening in the car though when it sounds good. It's like uh, you're hearing yourself on the radio, playing through your phone. And I'll, I'll walk from. I listen to like usually an episode every day, like an old yeah. one, and I'll just skip around. And what I'll do is it's like a routine. When I'm out of the shower and I'm like brushing teeth and get ready for work, I'll you know I'll have it playing throughout the shower. And I'll time it so, like, uh, it's ending as I get to work. And um, oh, nice. I'll walk out to my car. As soon as I turn my car on, the, like, the Bluetooth, you know, picks it up so it goes through the speakers. But I just let it play. So there's a weird period where I'm walking from my front door to the car and the podcast is playing out of my pants because I have, like, the speakers <laughs> still going. So there are times when people walk by and I'll, like, give the high, and they hear, like, yeah, so anyway, this, and I kind of get a look, like, because I don't have a phone out. It's, like, just in my pants. Like, I have, like, a... Right, right. No, know. I've done that, too. Like, I don't want to stop it's listening. Funny. Like, we're at, like, a good point, and I yeah. don't want to stop, so I take it out of my car, and it, like, automatically pauses, and I unpause it, and I listen to it, like, just holding my <laughs> phone. And, like, I'm, I'm, I walk by people, and I'm like, they don't know I'm listening to myself, do they? Right. I, I feel like they know, but obviously they don't. They can't. I don't know. No, they can't. What are you drinking over there? Miller Lite. <laughs> really? It's a fine Pilsner beer. <laughs> we were, John and I were talking right before. Yeah, Miller Lite. You know, I switched to Miller Lite because of you. <laughs> I know. It was like and two you years lo- ago. I love it. I, I drink more than I should. I'm keeping the California economy rolling by the recycled cans that I give back. But yeah, it was like two years ago I was drinking like shitty cores, and I always see you with the Miller Light. I was like, ah, John's like a, a Renaissance man, always, yeah. always the Miller. So I switched up, and it was this, you know, delicious taste. And the great thing is, I, dr- I drink Bud Light now. Uh, switch so you got to switch. Nickelobes next. Hey, actually, you know what? I do drink Michelob Ultra sometimes. It is good. Like, it is a good beer. I don't it's refreshing. Like crap, I don't want to crap my brains out the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's I usually what, drink uh, something light as well. Like if I'm driving to work and I don't want to drink something heavy, I'll usually have a Michelob <laughs> in the morning. No. We do uh, We do first these nerd. What's that? First thing. Right. <laughs> Priorities. We usually do uh, Nerd 35s a few times this week. Today was a little impromptu. I was... To uh, to our fans, we were um, planning on. I was planning to shoot some video later, and uh, I didn't think I'd be able to get on. So I'm thankful that you know we're able to do this quickly, uh, and it worked out. So uh, Biscardi cannot join us. It was kind of last minute, 
and uh, I always look forward to these Nerd 35s. They're, for, oh, they're yeah. the, the donut rooms of the show. What's the donut room? Or the, the donut, like the bat, the, the, the warm-up bat, when you're on deck and you have the donut oh, around the baseball oh, yeah. bat. <laughs> yeah, we call them donut deck. rooms in L.A. because, like, the really shitty comedy places that comedians oh. just go to to work on material. My right. friend Andrew coined the phrase, oh, it's like the donut room, you know, the donut you put in the bat. That's what that place is. So it's kind of oh. the, thing, like, the donut room, even though it's, there's nothing to do with donuts. Right. It's like the on-deck circle, but... right. It's the donut room. What and is then there's Scardy's th- holding like a lion in this picture here. Yeah. Where yeah, is Scardy? I asked him that, like when he posted that a few years back. I said, what zoo lets you hold a lion? And he said, not yeah. an American one. Uh, it was in Mexico somewhere. And uh, it was course. a preserve, I guess. And they let him hold a lion. Speaking of lions. Crazy. I mean, really like just kept getting weirder and weirder and and more and more people like overnight are furious about it i mean it's pretty bad yeah but cecil uh, the lion. Pretty, is it cecil i guess it's cecil or cecil i think it's cecil yeah because it's a male lion right oh. and, this, and this jackass yeah. pays yeah. 50 grand to go and bait him out of like a preserved area where they're not allowed to go so they drag a dead animal and they bait the lion out into the open and they shoot him with an arrow and it doesn't kill him yeah. i'm sure everyone's seen jimmy kimmel's thing by now i mean he basically retells the whole story but right where where in your day de- and how about all the other things he's done all the other animals he's killed like bear and rhino yeah it's just if you're if you're not familiar with the story, if you're if you're listening, there's a there's a guy named Walter Palmer, who's a dentist from I think Bloomington, somewhere in Minnesota, and he just like John said, fifty grand to bait a lion and basically kill it, and they shot it with an arrow and it didn't die, so they found it and they shot it and took its head off and just YouTube the 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 Jimmy Kimmel thing. He does a really touching kind of intelligent recap of it, but you have this piece of shit named uh, Walter. Walter J. Palmer, and um, he, you know, like John said, he paid money to kill this animal. This, uh, and these animals are endangered too. I mean, like a rhino is on the threat of extinction. Oh and, yeah. You know, I mean, they're they're killed at an all time high because of you know their horns, and this guy has a history of you know, and I'm not against hunting at all, but I'm against hunting endangered animals. I think it's stupid. You don't need to kill a lion if you're killing a deer during deer season in, you know, Minnesota for food and for sport, whatever. But but right. this guy has a history of killing, you know, he's like a big game hunter. And, yeah, yeah I mean, if you want to... He... Um, basically, when they, talked, when they talked about... They recapped the story. He has a history of doing this. And he thought that, you know, what he was doing was legal and all this. But, I mean, it's the way he did it and why he's, he's he's obsessed with this. I mean, he's a sick fuck. And yeah. uh, it just messed up, you know? It, that's what he's confuses me. Like, Dick bag. I'm, I'm not, uh, <clears throat> I'm not, like, totally against hunting, but, I mean, I could see the argument, like, where we got in a big argument on the John and Agnew show over this, and Agnew was like, you know, they don't have weapons. Like, why do you get to use a weapon? He's like, you, if you can go down... If you can go out there and kill a deer with your bare hands 
then okay. But shooting them seems like you're cheating. But anyway, why? what is the desire to go and kill a bear or a rhino or a lion? Like, mm-hmm. what is he, you know, from the medieval times? And I'm going to go slay the beast. Right. Get over yourself. Those guys actually did it with like a sword, not a, a rifle and a bow and arrow. Right. Yeah. yeah. You have this guy that's paying 50 grand to, to, to go on these these trips. And obviously there's something wrong with him. I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah. kind of sickness for you to want to kill these animals and do it. I mean, you, you can't think that what you're doing was right. And that's what uh, that's what Kimmel said. He was like, "Yeah, uh, you know, there are pills out there, you know, right. to get you erect because this is obviously the only thing that's working for you." I mean, I guess that's what it is—an ego thing. It has to be. It has to be some sick. I mean, if you look at the guys, he's he's bald, Minnesota, like this. Nothing no, wrong with Minnesota, you. but I'm saying. Uh, don't you know? He's Don Chanel. He's just this, Don like Chanel. weird loser guy. I mean, uh, yeah. And for you to want to do that and and, and kill an innocent animal uh, for that reason, it's very um, it's very disturbing. I mean, why why you'd want to kill a lion anyway? Let alone you know behead it to to hang on your oh, mantle somewhere. Yeah, so that's like Game of Thrones. It. Yeah. They they kill this king and then they kill his wolf and they chop his wolf's head off and they sew it together. Like that's what I heard when I heard he kill, chopped the lion's head off. It sounded like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like God, yeah. man, take it easy so you can mount a lion's head in your house. Like that would just creep me out the entire time I'm in right. his house. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a poor animal, you know, trying to do trying to do your thing and no. trying to trying to trying to find its way. And, uh, yeah, but if you, obviously, if you're hunting deer or something like that, um, you'd want to use a gun. It's more humane than strangling it to death. And, and those are, you know, deer can be used for food. A lion you're not using for anything except right. for fantasy. There's no byproduct of it. So, so uh, well, not to bring the show down completely. No, uh, that's it. We're going to talk but... about AIDS in the nation. Yeah. Next. next up, death rates. And... <laughs> Where were you when Grandpa died? I'm Matt Clark with John Hassinger. Join us after the sponsor, Neely Coffins. Good night. Dead, deadly bacteria That's in the city now. Yo, what are these feather quill pen stand natural stains oh, things that best. you had? <laughs> Did you really buy those? I, was, uh, I ordered them through the office. You can order supplies. So, you know, I, was, I had a mechanical pencil at work, and it broke. So um, I, I said, I have to order another one. And the... <sighs> The nice woman who like does the ordering is like, it's because it's a piece of crap. That's why it broke. We spend, you know, three bucks on that. And I was like, you know what? I need to get a quill pen. So I found, uh, they, they still sell them. You can buy like quill sets. That but is I wanted amazing. To, the, yeah, I, what I want it to be, if you don't know what a quill pen is, it's the old plume, you know, like the feather pen that you dip in ink. And I, I ordered a few of them so that the next meeting where like people are taking notes, I just whip out this plume and I'm taking them like very feverishly. And what I want to do, and I, I thought about this in all seriousness, was I want to transition from like a social experiment. Like I want to like take pictures and film it from Monday through Friday, turn it into like a, a 18th century, you know, clerk's office where I dim the lights like more every day. Finally, like a candle. I'm using candle. I'm using the plume. Like I'm not relying on computers. And then finally at the end of the week, they're like, someone's going to say, you know, Matt, you got to knock this out. I'll be like, please acquiesce your requests. <laughs> 
into the proper letterbox where the Pony Express will be getting back to that on the morrow. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm meeting with Jefferson. I just wanted to turn into John Adams. Like, I think I'm at that point where I can do this. Like, you can keep character, like, the whole right. time. Yes. Well, oh, my we're going to fire you unless you knock this shit off. Please <laughs> acquiesce your grievances on the grieve status. Oh, gosh, this guy. And, like, I show up in, like, a horse and carriage, but it's, like, the fake horse, like, the, the stick yeah. with the fake head. Like, I'm riding down. I, I get I, I give syphilis to myself just because it's, like, a disease from that time. Everything's accurate. You start, okay. like, forcefully rotting your teeth out. <laughs> I die at 38. <laughs> like I'm just trying to do this. But, yeah, I bought the plumes. I bought the plumes. They're amazing. The one, there's, like, I'm going to tell you one. A podcast a of plumes. A purple feather, a white feather, and one that's like crazy. That's like green yeah, circles peacock. and brown. Yeah, peacock. That's what it is. The woman that did uh, the ordering too said she really liked the peacock one. She said something along the lines of, um, "You know, the colors are very stellar in that one. You picked a good choice." Like we're actually having a oh, serious conversation about this. It was it was ordered. We're was waiting. Gonna... I'll take pictures when they arrive. Like so. You go to a woman, what, like an HR, and say, I need to order pens. Right. And she goes, oh, okay, what pens do you like want? Like an office go, manager. I, I want these feather quill pens. Right. With like the, stands. The request is you can put in, you know, if you need anything, you put it in. And, and they're pretty liberal with getting you what you want. I mean, I got, like, Photoshop and things like that that I needed for certain parts of the thing. So they're, they're, they're pretty good with, with getting supplies. So I, I, my mechanical pencil broke, and that was like twenty. If you if you were a fly in that room, you would have saw like the ADD. Because after four o'clock, I'm useless. Like I'm just I'm useless. I'm not kidding. It was. I'm, I'm on the internet at four o'clock. Yeah, I, at five o'clock, my mechanical pencil broke. I took it apart, was fiddling with the lead and the pencil for like twenty five minutes trying to get this to work. Finally, I just threw it out. Like, I gave it up. But I'm looking at it like a guy taking apart like a bomb. A scientist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm discovering what a cure a for Alzheimer's. Pencil? Yeah. And it broke. So I put in the request. And then, you know, for, for another more pencil. And then I thought, you got to get creative with this. What? So, what is a mechanical pencil? Just a, a automatic pencil, like the clickable. Um, like, it's like a lead pen? Exactly. Yeah. Lead pen. How's that Miller Lite? You know what? I haven't touched it. Let me have another sip. Uh, getting warm? Uh, your your cousin, I think. Yeah. God, it's hard to tell what the name changes. Your cousin and Joe Saglambeni. Yeah. Just add, added a new photo. It's so crazy that they're like married with kids. I know. You know, like Danielle and Joe. And he lived like across the street from the Smiths. That's and right. Danielle, I knew from my my dad worked with her dad and she's also your cousin like it's crazy how i know those two i never thought about that i i knew that jimmy and jeff were together but i forgot for a while that joe was smith's neighbor because i remember we slept over smith's house like this huge party one time when he was i think we were like in third or fourth grade and oh Shaglebetty was there and it was like the whole because our bus route was you know there was only like three routes oh, yeah dude so our bus route was like right. the whole party and it was like Hey, you're that guy. And Joe was like really wild and I was kind of wild. So we were kind of like yeah. <laughs> fighting that night, like like playful, like, you know, like kind of, we're not really going to hurt each other. He would have kicked my ass, but we were very like, he was like, like a, one of those trouble kids. And I was like the ADD kid. So we both like was, sparks were flying. Like we were, we were never, I was never invited back. 
you know, because was, of that probably. <laughs> it was two very gigantic, energetic personalities like slamming into each other, <laughs> and they're, they're, the Smith House wasn't big enough to handle you. Just too much. I don't like remember the details, but I know that uh, something happened. But anyway, yeah. so these quill pens, are you going to get that like lantern thing that's there next to it? I have one. It's that's, not a real that... lantern though. It's battery. But it, it's it's one of those dangling lights. So what I do is I'll have it next. To, I haven't – it's – the batteries are dead, but I used to have it next to the uh, the bed. So if Jen came in, I would turn it on and put it above my head and go, who goes there? And that was entertainment for like two years. It was like, who be, who be it? You know, it's like, ah, oh, shut the fuck up. I'm just put that who thing enters, out, you know? Who goes there? Who oh, enters my doorway? Show yeah, yourself. The bloom pens. I'm going to bring them back. So, buckles, uh, on the, buckles on my hat. You're uh, <laughs> and on your shoes. You. Um, I'm gonna give Native American smallpox blankets. Oh, oh. Yeah, shoes. Buckles so on the filming, shoes. Wait a second. So back to John Adams and presidents and quill pens. Yeah. You sent me a, a rap song, and it's crazy. Like, how long did it take you to write that? Not very long because you basically had the material. You just had to rhyme it. Yeah, it was um, – thank you. I actually am not too happy with the song, but I, I did it one night. I had this idea for a president's rap, and I didn't put a lot of uh, musical effort into it. I just got a song together just and – Laced the track. Laced it. So, But it's good. I wrote – I'm going to record uh, – film it tonight. It's actually recorded. Um, all the U.S. presidents in, in – uh, sequence, and then I tried to rhyme like a fact about uh, the, each president to lead to the next, which was pretty easy for you know some of the bigger ones. But there were some guys like like eleventh president James K. Polk that you're like oh, yeah. I don't know, and and even their their history, their bio history was kind of there wasn't a lot of things to rhyme with, and it was so some of that was tough. But once you get to like Kennedy and Reagan, you're, you're set. And with uh, Obama. And the sixteenth president needs no explanation. Abraham Lincoln, Emancipation Proclamation for score. Yeah, seven years ago. Years ago, that David was good. Burgess. My favorite is uh, Ulysses S. Grant. Ulysses S. Grant. Ulysses S. Grant. But you call him U.S. for a Civil Rights Act. Abolish plutocracy if you abolish poverty. Because it's all these like big words that you're like, wow, that's a smart rhyme. It's but what really I'm gonna do is. I'm really banking on this to, to, to go viral. I'm going to blast this out to all the usual channels, but I'm going to spend like a few hours each day for weeks emailing schools and saying, here's a rap about the presidents. Your fourth grade class, use it as much as you want. And there's like a few thousand Whoa. hits right there. And if it catches on, like I, I'm banking on the kids to really Whoa. watch this. Education. Yeah, education. Wow. It's not dirty at all. There's not a single curse in it. This one's strictly for the kids. Yeah, I was so amazed. You just kept going, every present, and I was like out on my porch listening to it, and I didn't have my headphones, so I listened like three quarters of the way through, and I wanted to like just respond because I I got what it was. But uh, I'm excited for the video, and I Thank think you. it could. What are you gonna do? Uh, can you give us like a behind the scenes? Like, are you dressing up like John Adams? <laughs> I'm going to dress up in every different costume. It's going to take about four and a half oh, hours. No, my. it's just the green screen, filming in front of a green screen. I'm just wearing a regular shirt and the uh, 
the background of the video is going to have like different images of presidents and a montage and okay. footage of the White House. So, and okay. the lyrics will be on screen because I want it to be visually simple for like kids to watch and be like, "Hey, I'm watching this in fourth grade." Wow. Yeah. I wonder and then I'm, if and then we're gonna link the grammar Nazi at the end. So these motherfuckers. <laughs> We're doing another Grammar Nazi too. We're writing another one right now. Grammar Nazi three. Or it's gonna two? be. I think it's gonna be the final one. It's gonna be the third one. And we're, I'm gonna announce we have a new character. This is gonna offend everybody. Um, yes. The comma kamikaze, and it is an Asian <laughs> dude. Go and look. The kamikaze. Me play tenants. Me no comma. End of your sentence. I check. And then he go on this huge rap. And then uh, the the Italic Italian because you know like punctuation we're gonna have because right. you know World War Two is Italy France or I'm sorry Italy German Germany and Japan right so we're gonna have the uh, oh. the Italian too which is just like hey Mario right. <laughs> it's gonna offend everybody spicy meatball spicy meatball that's tremendous my dad was talking about the grammar Nazi oh, gosh. Down, down the shore he's like that. The lyrics are amazing. He's, He's like, the dude. fact that he knows all that stuff. I was like, yeah, having the subtitles is key because you go so fast. I can't even talk proper English anyway. It's kind of true, like... True, true, true. Who, who, and who. Who, who, and who. <laughs> you will pick up the pears. The pears. The pears. I have the pears. Lady Fisher. Any questions? Yeah. <laughs> After what the do peas. I do? Smartass. <laughs> Tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle, and uh, let us know what you like to hear. I really enjoy the show. Well, I've always enjoyed the show, but I really feel like well, tell me what you think. I really feel like the podcastle is starting to take take a shape of what it is. Like there's still some some gray areas we should you know expand on, but I I really think it's it's becoming an oil machine, and people are you know people are starting to listen. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, other, shady other, hates it, but other than a shady hates everything except for me. Um, I, the last week's show was good. I just hated how I sounded because I was jumping from my headset to my phone, and then like my internet would crap out, and it kept hopping off my home, you know, Wi-Fi, and it, it was annoying as hell. And then the week before that, I wasn't on because um, that was so shit. sad. And my freaking niece like hid my phone behind their bed. That was so <laughs> and it was on silent, so we couldn't fi- we couldn't call it to find it. It was pretty awesome. Oh, dude, I'm glad you had a good time because I I was thinking if you're in the sh- I-, I was imagining like scenarios. I'm like John's probably out in a boat somewhere like fishing and drinking. <laughs> like you're on vacation, you know. It's it's yeah. It. But I Let's, wanted to uh, do it. Was last week you had some audio problems? I w- I just want to play back on the air and, and hear how it sounded versus now. Okay. All right, here's uh, here's John's voice from last week. It sounds fun. Sounds, it sounds good to me. Yeah. I, I guess it, I thought it sounded fun. worse. I don't know. It's probably all in your head. Or maybe because I have headphones on. John, how's the wedding planning going? Are you guys in full swing? Oh, I thought I had a burp coming. Sorry, that's why I was silent. Yeah, we um. You throw up all over yourself. Uh, oh, 
Oh, there it is. Um, Saturday, we're looking at uh, two venues. Uh, huh. One of them, one of them, we actually had our Christmas party, well, holiday party, but I still call it Christmas because everyone celebrates Christmas. It doesn't matter your religion. Yeah. Uh, no one works that day. Um, so at work, we had a Christmas party there, and it's awesome. It's at a country club in Parkland, Florida. It's a little west from here, so it's not like on the ocean or anything, but it's uh, really cool. There's a huge outside area and inside area, so, you know, if it's too hot, uh, we'll have to figure that out. Uh, Would you have it over the, you said over over the holiday season? No, well, this, the place that, we're, the first place we're looking at, uh, Heather and I had a work party back when we worked together at this at this place. We had a Christmas party there. Uh, our wedding will be in uh, early November, hopefully. That's the the date that we're hoping for. So it'll be cool here. Oh. So it'll be cool there in the Florida air. Yes. And as you and make your will- way down the aisle. Yes. And start to receive gifts of bedding. May John <laughs> and Haya Ashley have a lovely wedding. Yes. Even though so, uh, I'm wearing a yarmulke. What? Are you are you gonna wear the uh, the yarmulke? Is it gonna be Hell a? Yeah. Um, uh, my neighbor Let's Rebecca go. got had a um, a. Uh, it's the term for two religious religions at a wedding, a by dual, re- dual blah, 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 religious blah, blah, blah. wedding, dual whatever that ceremony? may be. Yeah. I think it was something like there's actually a term for it. It's uh, like an interfaith, interfaith wedding. Ah, uh, yes, interfaith. And, uh, it was cool because she, I think Jewish weddings are like the coolest thing in the world. I mean, it's so they're so lively. It's like wedding crashers every time. There's it really <laughs> is. I've been to a few a few Jewish weddings, and they're cool. And she she got married to a dude who was. Uh, I think it was Protestant, and they had like an interfaith wedding, and uh, he wore the yarmulke, and you know they he got to break the glass, and there was like a priest there from Saint Jude, and uh, and, a, and a rabbi, so it was, was cool. It Father Gerlach? Rabbi. Was it what? Father Michael Gerlach? Michael Gerlach. It was Father Susky. It who was, was uh, Monsignor uh, McCoy. Uh... McCoy. Yeah. Gerlach. Gerlach was a good guy. I liked him a lot. Father Gerlach. I thought he was nice. He was really interesting uh, at 6 a.m. masses that I would have to serve like like one week out of the, I don't know, every two months or three months, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, one For one week, I would have to serve Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday as an altar boy wow. for Father Michael Gerlach at 6 a.m. mass at St. Jude's. And, and <laughs> He's an Irish. Just, he's an Irish wizard. <laughs> you must return the baby or the child turns to stone. <laughs> and the funny thing is, you yeah. left after sixth grade, and he taught theology to us Ooh. in seventh grade. And it would go so off the rails, dude. It was crazy. He'd like hold his fist as tight as he can and walk up to you. He did this one day in class. He said, Jonathan, what is this? And I said, um, a fist. And he said, white knuckle anxiety. And I was like, okay, Father Gerlach. <laughs> and, uh, what do I do? Before those, uh, That's funny. 
before those masses, six o'clock, his pregame, I don't know, warm-ups that he would do backstage, you know, when, when he's getting the cloak and all that stuff on, the cloak. He would take he would take a little paper cup, like a Dixie cup, and fill it with water, <laughs> and drink it like slurp it so slowly. You would think it was like twenty ounces. Like he would just take his time. Like the little Dixie cups you had by like, the sink. Ah, yeah. <laughs> like you would and need he, like fifty of those to quench the thirst. Yeah, like he was, like you know, shaking it at the end to get every drop in, and then he'd crush it, put his hand up in the air, face the face the little crush. waste paper basket, and go Gerlach. For three, and he'd shoot it, and sometimes he'd he'd make it, and sometimes he'd miss. He did say Gerlach, though, did he? <laughs> yes, he, he said did. his last name as he's making the shot. <laughs> yeah, what? He made it a lot, but every once in a while he'd miss, and he'd be like, "Son of a bitch!" So he Just would, uh, right? So he would he would drink the the little Dixie cup, like the ones you see in like upstairs bathrooms. Yeah, you and, know, mostly for like mouthwash. Right, and then he would. Turn and crumple it after drinking it slowly, and go Gerlach as it was being thrown. Like as no, like as he was like, you know, I don't even know what the Gerlach word is. Like he's posing, he, he raises the cup above his head, like he's shooting a basketball, and he goes Gerlach, and then he releases, <laughs> says for three, and he'd Gerlach. make it, and then he'd bring his fist down and go, yes, John, yes. let's go get our praise on. It's six in the morning. Yes. I'm like barely alive, you know. I, right. My dad, my mom or dad would drag me out of bed. I'd throw on oh. that thing. Yeah, you're lucky you didn't do that. That was brutal. I couldn't do it. I would never remember the sequence of the things you would do. That's the only reason I didn't do it. It took me. I would, I would it mess took, it up. I would it took me like math. a year. <laughs> took you a year? Took me like a year to get all the steps down, and then when I would do weddings, I would just like stand. I was useless. I don't Didn't even you know. Get what paid I was doing. for these? Didn't they give you like tw- ten bucks or something? Uh, yeah, weddings and funerals. Every once in a while, you'd get like ten or twenty. Huh. Pretty awesome. Yeah, you're a kid that's like ten, yeah. eleven, twelve years old in 1993, and like here's twenty bucks for for doing a wedding. You know, it's, it's, it's like a what, thousand bucks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I can get like two <laughs> CDs I'm not supposed to have at Sam Good. Right. <laughs> that is great. Parental advisory. But Watch yeah, out. man, I think yeah, uh, man. I think the show is is picking up speed, picking up pace. I feel like we we took steps back when I was gone. I I, I was lazy. I wasn't promoting as much as I usually do, and uh, I, I I think uh, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep growing. And um, you know what? It's one of those things. They they were talking on SportsCenter today that Tim Kirchin, he's like the baseball expert guy. Yeah. He's on, they say he's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and whatever, like all day long. Like he just has those four tabs open and that's all he does. That's how he does like all of his reporting. And I feel like I should just have that on my computer all day long. Like those just keep four it going. sites, just always, like every hour, like update something. Yeah, we should do that more. We should all make a conservative effort to to tweet more and, and do that. Because I've gotten soft, too, with, with the promoting. It's just – I just have to do it. It's just one um, of those things. Yeah. You're like, are we annoying the hell out of people? Well, I don't care <laughs> but, about that. I'll but that's, yeah. bombard people. with. If you don't like it, you can block me. I've unfriended people for not watching the Grammar Nazi when I do those invites. Because I don't care if you don't watch my videos. If you think they all suck 
and I suck. That's fine. But when I create that Facebook invite and then I invite people, people actually say no. I mean, just ignore it. Like you, it's really? it's less effort to X out and just n- never hear from me again than to actually go to the event page and click no. And it's because a lot of people they don't they don't read anything because they get bombarded all day with them. So I get it. But I'm just like you, son of a bitch. Because I, sp- I have the, the reverse <laughs> mentality of like you're supposed to try your best and put effort in and just suck it up. But I have the mentality of like, hey. I spent a lot of hours editing this. You can watch it for three minutes, even though they're not involved yes. in it. Like they have no, no loyalty to watch these videos. But I'm still like, look, you got to do this. Like when I was signed, I was signed briefly to a, a talent agency in LA. I had a, a, an agency, an acting agency. I had an agent, and I would call them, and be like, "What do you have for me?" And they're like, uh, "We're we're submitting, you know, you to projects. We got to do this." And I, I finally, I just said, you like, gotta, look, you got to do more for me. Like, you really got to step up the game. Like, I'm a nobody, and I'm like, really? you really got to turn it up. <laughs> Did and you pay them? No, no, no. They they signed me. I didn't pay anything. <laughs> I, I, they would have paid them a, a percentage if they got me work, and they did it. So, like, two months later, they're like, these oh. things take time. I was like, I would like you to terminate the contract, and I want this <laughs> in writing. And then, then I started, like, Kingman Productions. So I was like, fuck this. You're like I'm going out on my own. I got I'm one crush thing you from guys. them. I got one thing from them, and it was a commercial for. Uh, and I would I'm I'm trying to get back into the commercial game and do commercials because it's a day of work and you get like twenty grand. But I did get a commercial for. It wasn't twenty grand. It was something really. I think it was like two hundred bucks for a Firefox, and I was like, that's great. I did the audition. When when do I go? And they're like Sunday morning downtown LA at six a.m. I was like, it was nice oh, to work no. with you. <laughs> I totally. I just said I'm not doing it. No, not, not downtown. Really? Not at that time. Nope. That was an audition for Firefox. Yeah, it was an intercat commercial. It wasn't a t- television. It was one of those like ads you see for. This is like three years oh, ago. Yeah. Some Mozilla's. They did some kind of upgraded browser, and they were doing a a video. But they're like six a.m. At the, nope. Nope. And that means you would get down there at 5 30 6 a.m and probably wait outside for, for like another hours. for yeah i was gonna say for another like six hours which i don't mind yeah and i don't mind downtown la or that time i mean I, i'll get up at 2 a.m if, if you're paying me to film something it was that was a sunday it's like just a weird like nobody films on a sunday i don't know why oh really yeah like it's it's like I don't know any company that's filming on Sundays unless it's like a film that has a budget and they need to shoot here for this day. Like any of the television, I mean, nobody's filming on Sundays. It's always Monday through Friday. You know, it's like union people. You're not, you're never working on Sunday. So I don't know why it was just weird. So I, I took my pants off. Take my pants off. I got beans in my pants. You should do uh voiceover commercials, John. I think got you can make a killing. Beans in my pants. I got beans in my pants, Johnny. I got beans in my pants. Oh, another news. We're doing another Montgomery too. We're doing a Montgomery too. No, no. See, this is the problem. This is I. I no, not a problem. I, I figured it, it out. Done. You, 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 you do too many things, and I need you a hundred percent podcastle. Otherwise, this thing's gonna like just continue to labor along. No side projects. Wait. Channel all that crazy energy into one thing. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Podcast. And the Martians will be saying it. <laughs> labor. What, what was that term? Now we're going to be mentioning that eight times this week. Labor. What? Labor side projects. What was? The, what did you just say? I'm going to listen back. That was good. Yeah. It's a labor of love. 
I thought about that today. I was like, Clark just doesn't stop. And he just does. It's like you are like, it's like if I'm Shredder with ADD, you're super Shredder with ADD. I'm like <laughs> Samantha Willoughby for ADD. I just keep get. I just keep going everywhere. I'm all over the United States. <laughs> right. Like all over the media, entertainment, you know, no. creativity we, we, we do, world. We, we do need to focus on one thing. And I think that's. I think that's a, that was a problem I, I sort of uh, had for a couple of years. When moving to Los Angeles was um, spreading yourself too, not thin, but doing too many things. As, it must and have a been guy, like, a, like a kid in a candy store. You find all these other people who like to do the same things you do. It's a lot. And, you know, you can do more than one thing. You know, you're not just like a comedian. Uh, you know, you can play instruments and write things and jokes and all that. So it's, you must have been like. You give squeezers. I mean, it's, it's yeah. a lot. You can paint furniture. But you can you can Thank wear you. yourself too thin. Yeah, the podcastle is. We got a great thing here with the podcastle. I really, I, very, know. I feel very good about the podcastle. I really want to. I will put 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 all the effort into it. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why the <laughs> podcastle is so good. And then, uh, then we'll, we can move on to to Shady because I I have some thoughts about her. I wrote down. <laughs> um, the podcastle is such an open forum where, with certain comedy sketches, you're doing okay. You're doing comedy and, and whatever. You're not pigeonholed in the podcast. So we could talk about anything on this show. We could talk about we talked we opened the yes. show with a depressing story about lions. Then now we're talking about, you know, shredder super shredder with ADD. I mean, it's it can go anywhere and it's entertaining. I mean, I'm not just biased. I, I listen to the show, and you know, we I always we always play it back, hear how we sound, but it really is an interesting show. And I'm not just saying that because because it's ours. I it's, know. Uh, it's good. I I. Agree. I agree, and I, I mean, I think that is because everything I – I think I was born to, to be heard this way. It was like yeah. – you know how you're like, you're great at one thing. I think like I, I could be great Never had at that. this. And I, <laughs> and I and it's endless, and it's the theater of the mind, and you can do anything with it. Uh, theater of so, the mind. So, yeah, I know. This, the two best, best – two best advices – I don't know how you say it. Advice. The two, <laughs> the two best advice uh, that I was given in college when I was, you know, studying broadcasting, kind of, uh, was that yeah, radio is it, it's the theater of the mind. You can you know you can make the mind's eye see anything at once, and great radio is a blend of honesty and exaggeration. It's a very smart quote. So that's a, that's a brilliant piece of advice, actually. Yeah, because you're keeping mm-hmm. it rooted in. I take that as you're keeping it rooted in truth, but it has to be entertaining. You know, you can take a few liberties in the exaggeration of it. You can exaggerate facts that right. aren't relevant to the story to make it funnier, and you know, yeah, let the audience wonder. Now, I wonder if that's true. Like Katie, people used to always say that Katie Carrado's stories were were half lies like they were full of like bs and like exaggerated things and i never asked her you know i never wanted to find out i was like i just wanted to believe that it was as crazy as she said and john i flew to the moon today with my (laughs) bare hands well give her the benefit of the doubt it's that's a truthful story it's based in fact no could happen but yeah that's that's it that's all yeah that's that's interesting and you've been doing this for a long time and you're you're a natural uh pro at, at, at the, the, the broadcasting field of radio and uh, that's yeah, a good no, piece of advice like, too I was, wor- I was worried like when we first started I was like 
is this going to be is this going to blend shit the right show. way? And, it's going to uh, be a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only thing that did worry me was how you and I have no like, you know, technological background. You know, we, we it took forever to like figure out how to make this thing. You yeah. Know, it's not like we went to school for it. No. No, we uh we had a lot of uh, Waited, I waited too long, like four days before the podcast, and like, all right, let's figure out how to do this. <laughs> and, uh, I can whip too. this thing together overnight. Yeah. Because I, uh, I don't have any, with like editing video and things like that, I'm pretty good with yeah. figuring out things, but that's all. You can take your time with that. It's very like, well, this effect's not working. I will do it tomorrow. But with yeah. this, it's like a live. There's a sense of urgency that I've never had before. With with Mary Doodles, I was literally like sweating. I was trying to keep it cool, but all this technological shit was backfiring. And I'm like, oh, this is so unprofessional. Like if, if we had like a staff, I'd be like, you fucking idiot. It would have been like a meltdown. And then it'd be like, like hey guys, I'm sorry. Raises and days off for everybody. Like damage control. Because I was really Raises. like, what's going on? Yeah, but, uh, I. Uh, it's, it's interesting. Keeps exciting. I, I would have lost it too if I were you. Uh, but yeah, man, don't don't feel urgency. You know, take your time. It's it's uh, it's interesting. Everything you say is interesting. Otherwise, you wouldn't have t- had the balls to do this, or even thought it, that you could. Oh, thank you. Oh, this isn't Let's Matt, see. by the way. This is Pete. I've been subbing in for three weeks. Uh, yeah, you're much better. Matt Pete. quit like a month ago. He's He's in rehab. No, thank you. Uh, it's fun. It's a fun forum. And I like to get, uh, as we do the the podcast was on Sundays more, it'd be nice to get, well, you know, August we should have some interesting guests, but it'd be nice to have some different sponsors and, you know, different subjects. Like, I think the, the formatting of it is, is good, and we could just keep building on the, the routine. The yeah. schedule. I agree. Now... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's an old grandpa laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I worked at a pizza place one time, and this guy, he was the meanest son of a bitch in the world. He was, you know, I'll tell this another time. This is not appropriate. Not appropriate. But, uh, this is funny. I worked at Spatola's Pizza, and, uh, I loved it. But this guy was so mean, and he would come in, I mean, he was like a racist and very... He would. He nobody was mean to this guy. Nobody screwed up his order, and he always say things like, "You know, back in my day, men were men and women were women. Now you take this change and you give it back to me the nice way." And I was <laughs> like, "Dude, I I handed you your ch- okay, fine." Always made me feel like a piece of shit. So one day, I took his pizza in the back room and I wiped my fucking ass with it, no. dirty and all. And I came back and I go, "Here's your slice, as nice as could be." That motherfucker sat down and he ate the whole thing in front of me. <laughs> It was the shut up. I swear, it was a dry. Oh, he didn't. Want, he wouldn't want to cooked. If you if you put it in the oven, it was bad. So I didn't put a hot slice in my ass. But I was like, you know what, you <laughs> son of a bitch, enjoy, H- have fun with that hair, and come. You know, and I gave it to him on me. This one's on me. You take it. And to this day, you ask any of my friends from that time because I used to hook them up with like pies and stuff. The the ass slice story. It's still like the crowning achievement of like my immature youth. I was like eighteen or something like that. But uh, the reason I thought about that was the the, uh, the quote he would always say was, "Back in but my that day." Is, that's and that's like your day, like you're sixty, like your day, you know. 
you hose black people yeah. down in your day. Like those, those weren't the good old days, you know. Like what? it was very backwards. <laughs> right, if you're talking right. like that, that's we all you got to say. At our most intelligent. Yeah, if any if any elder person says, you know, you need to respect your elders. Back in my day, we didn't do that. Just say, back in your day, you hose down black people. End of story. <laughs> like you're done. There's no there's no rebuttal to that. You hose down no. black people. That was yeah. your day. Back in your day, you got four miles to the gallon. Right. <laughs> Back in your day, you know, polio oh my was God. served with coffee. <laughs> that but, is such a great. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll class it up a little bit though. Um, obviously, we never do that again. We didn't say which place to. John's back. Uh, Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I, you cut out it. Damn it! Uh, I went place. on a roll. Do we kill the momentum? No. No. Never. We don't kill it. We don't kill it. No John, oh, if, you, if you don't know. Off. What's that? I did cut off. That's terrible. I cut out for about five seconds. Yeah. Well, John works, or doesn't work, but his, we've talked about this before. His Skype picture is, it's a backwards, it's a reversed image, and it's. Oh, yeah. Is the company called Skix? Yeah, Skicks. I I clicked around one day. I think you posted like a Penn State link of Skicks, and it's yeah. a shoe company. Yes. But they do customized like versions of the shoe. Of shoes. I mean, you could they do like. They're called like. I'm gonna check it out because it was cool. I mean, they had some good stuff on there. They call yeah. them sideline sneakers. Okay. And it's like football. And Los Angeles Galaxy soccer team. Yep. And um, uh, arena football teams. No, it's like fill up his soul. It's a bunch of major um, <laughs> colleges. We gotta get into that. Of, do I sound good? Do I sound all right? Sound great. Okay. Yeah, it's a bunch of major colleges, including Penn State and Syracuse and LSU, and uh, there's a couple of big ones out there that, that won't. Um, well, that they haven't gotten the contracts with. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Del Valley learn to milk cows. Yeah, BCC, yeah. Um, Lansdale Catholic Community College, um, and they're really sweet. And um, you should check them out. Yeah, I want to get a pair. I need to do a pair. I actually don't have any pair of sneakers right now. Oh, really? No. Just, uh, Just flip flops, sandals, dress shoes, and chucks. I had a pair of sneakers, and they got thick blood on them. So I had to throw them out because they, they were ruined. I was, I was helping a buddy shoot a music video, and I, I, I got stabbed in it. Like that was my character. I was a mailman that got killed. So I just got drenched in blood, and they're just ruined. So, when, where is that? If you, it's online. I'll post the link on the podcast's Facebook. It's, uh, my buddy has a band called Tartar Control. They're a very, uh, they're really funny. They're like these two religious. Uh, what is it? Jehovah Witnesses, but they sing like death metal. If each song, they're like uh, they're a very hyped up version of Knowledge Factory. How we would do like the kids songs, but they're inappropriate. They do like death metal right. hardcore songs about like Jesus, and uh, they've been written up. They're actually taken off. They've been written up in a lot of magazines. We should actually have them on the show. Sean Hart, great dude. Um, but if you YouTube Tartar Control, the song's called Diabolical, and I'm in there for an eighth of a second getting stabbed. Uh, so I need new <laughs> shoes. So I think Skix are going to be where it's at. And I'm hoping if we say Skix, 
several times. Um, it'll start to trend, and maybe we can do some promotion here. They can write John and I a check because these bagels aren't paying for themselves. I can promise you that. They're expensive. Um, the everything bagels are expensive, and the time yeah, to brush your teeth. Yeah. Oh, and the Phillies lose. Damn. Bastards. It's a rebuilding year. They were the hottest team in baseball the last two weeks. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Watch uh, Samuel, the first base coach. Isn't that amazing that he's the first base coach? It's the greatest thing I've ever heard. And well, you were no watching idea. the game, and you told me that you were broadcasting the game. You were, I guess, at the shore, and I was at work, and you were like, here's the score. And, and yes. You're like, Watch Samuel's the coach. What? <laughs> And by the way, tell me if you agree with this. Isn't it more fun to get game updates from a live person or a text than just to like – you could just Google it and refresh and get the score every five seconds or an app. But isn't yes. it more fun to get it from like a buddy or a live person? Yes. When I lived down well, – you know, in 2008, I moved down here. So, you know, that was when the Phillies were amazing, 2008, 2009, 2010. And my dad would update me like almost batter by batter every single game. Because we were so good back then. Yeah. And yeah, that was so the, the golden fun. year of, of every game. You're just like, and they played yeah. the Dodgers in that one series. I remember I was in Florida uh, and I came back and they played the Dodgers with Manny Ramirez. And I was like, this is the best thing in the world. Because it was so yes. intense. It was like Dodgers and Phillies and every, you know, Dodgers were really good too. And uh, it was right, just like we beat them the year and, oh, yeah. We beat them the year before and then they got Hanley. So it was like, Oh, yeah, no. and we beat him again. Kick the ass, and Jimmy. Yeah. So, but the live update. So anyway, um, more exciting for me. It's just cooler to get it from a. Uh, I mean, you can just refresh yeah. Google, but um, it's nice to hear. Uh, you know, the visual. John, I was, I was like, they're playing the Rays, and you're like, oh, the best. Oh, we're losing team. you, sir. You're cutting out. Cutting out again? Yeah, you're cutting out a bit. And here I am. Yeah. Nobody predicted that John would just jump out of a moving podcast. And here I am uh, talking to myself uh, by myself. Uh, you do have dinosaurs on your, your dino tour, don't you? Uh, I really hate that, man. My back? Uh, faintly. Oh. Well... While John's reconnecting, I want to talk about Skicks for a second. And it looks like some of the teams that they have, uh, I guess, partners with is uh, Georgia, uh, Penn State, Boston. Looks like Clemson. Yep, Clemson high top. Uh, but anyway, they have a lot of good stuff. I encourage you to check them out. That's Skicks.com. And if you are a... Uh, if you would like to become a brand ambassador for the podcast, we would gladly endorse over our logo for a pair of limited edition sneakers. Uh, so that's kind of what the deal is. Anyway, um, so that's kind of what we're trying to do with that. So let's uh, remember to check them out. And, Can you hear me now? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, please. my gosh, dude. I am. I See, this is what it felt like last show. It uh. was just constant, like, throwing me off. You know, it sounds get, like an get, internet connection problem. It is, dude. I had to like reset my internet today and my Netflix wasn't working and even my work computer that's not even connected to the same Wi-Fi was it was Well, John, <sighs> don't fret because I have Tony here who is a 
an Indian man from New Delhi, and he's going to walk you through reconstructing and reconfiguring your internet connection to make sure everything's working properly. Uh, Tony, you're on. Oh, thanks, Tony. Hello? Hi. On, is your Tony. computer plugged in? Yes. Take out and plug in. I wait. I, I, okay, I did it. <laughs> Now, I want you to take, plug it, I wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. Okay, so I unplugged it. Now, what do I do? Yeah. Do I click yeah. okay? Now, click okay. All right, I did that. Now, what did you do? I clicked okay. Okay, I wait. <laughs> John, I did when you were when you were uh, off for a second. I I did. Uh, I gave a good plug to Skicks, and I mentioned Clemson and Boston and Georgia and some of the brands they had, and I mentioned becoming a brand ambassador. So I just gave him like a good thirty second plug. So what I what I propose of that, if we can get this, we'll we'll edit down this clip specifically for them, so they don't have to hear about me wiping my uh, pizza with my ass. Um, we could maybe endorse Skicks with the podcast logo because nothing fits in more than than college sports brand ambassadorship and that that a show with three guys on skype and talking about wiping their asses and uh donald trump himself by the name so yeah donald trump dude you were on you were johnny on the spot with donald trump i could talk about him every show there's so much material you send me a new link every day, and I'm like, "What is he doing now?" It's a, it's it's a train wreck in high definition, but I love it. I, yo, but it's crazy that that Mark Cuban is like backing him. Yeah, like now he's getting like deal. way. That's like huge credibility. You know, like everyone loves huge. Mark Cuban. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not Donald Trump and his own money anymore running the show. He's got he has Mark Cuban. Who endorsed him this week? And Cuban is nothing to shy away from. It. That's is a right. rich dude. He's a smart guy. He's powerful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like someone said, they were like, all these presidents. Oh, I think it was Stern and like uh, Baldwin. He's like, all these other candidates can be bought, and Trump can't really be bought. Yeah. So no. it's like instead of these like walking, you know, he Baldwin said, was it? Yeah, Alec Baldwin. He's like. All these candidates look like NASCARs, you know, with their logos all over them. All the money that's like helping them drive. Trump is just Trump. Yeah, he's his own really piggy bank. It's really, really interesting. Mark Cuban and I, we had lunch together. The other, the funny thing we is, I wanted to bring this up weeks ago. Uh, I went on like a long, long Trump imitation, and I started sounding like Doctor so Phil. I was like, oh, oh no, my voice, it turned into Dr. Phil. You got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. They, can, they can like blend. We have Data Lowen on the show today. Data, you're not a good person. You, you need to die in order to get better, <laughs> is what you need to do. You need to die. You need to find out how to die. Yeah, I think your I think your Trump I thought your Trump impression just now was great. Uh, I just need to I need to listen to him more, yeah. and then I can I can you know it's getting better get the it's voice good. down. But uh, I I, I, mean, I really hope he 
not only because let's let's really be realistic. How much different would it be if Trump becomes president for you and I? I'm, I'd still be doing shitty. So yeah, that's why. Like when nothing, the recession no, happened, people were like, "Oh my God, the recession! There's no money." I'm like, dude, I I I was I never had any money. Yeah, no, the opposite. I can only go up. Well, Balling over here, you know, Bentleys and hookers. No, exactly. No, I wouldn't change anything. What I what I'd be interested to see about Trump is he said he's going to do all this stuff, which I think he's going to do. But then what? I mean, like the answer, I think, to all the problems, which I, I really would like to hear more about different stances he has rather than just the immigrants and the other Republicans. Yeah, immigration's a problem. If you want to build a wall, go ahead. But I don't think that's I'll make the, them build that wall. Yeah, I, I don't think that's me. the answer to, to any other problems except for maybe immigration. But there's a million other issues. Like, I mean, he needs to talk about like climate change. He needs to talk about uh, jobs, yeah, the economy. He needs to talk about foreign policy. Uh, there's a lot of things I think he. Needs. I think he's just running on this whole Mexican thing because it's it's his audience is uh, the people that want to do that. But smart well, guys. yeah, and and I think he he. He said something that people at first were like offended by and what he did to kind of backpedal on it was so, I don't know. He just like went off, you know, like he just said anything that he wanted. Distraction. He backed up everything that he said. He just didn't, you know, he didn't doubt anything he said for a second. Yeah. And everyone was like, well, okay, I guess Trump doesn't really care as much as most politicians, so he's just going to be honest. You know, what does he have to lose? Right. Hmm. It's true. But right, it's like, at the end of the day, Trump, okay, now all the important stuff. Let's get into all that. Right. I, I don't think he, uh, he's talked about a lot of that that much. It'd be interesting to hear as the months roll by, like the train, what he'd have to say about things. I want to see him get, advance more in the Republican Party and actually have some, like, debates with some Democrats. Like, I'd love to see him and Hillary, like, toe-to-toe, you know? God, he's like, what Hillary did was... I can't get the voice down, but he's like... It's good. What Hillary Hillary did was criminal. I don't even know what he's talking about. Probably the emails. What emails? The Benghazi emails, and she used her personal email for different things. Oh, really? I don't know anything People about that. People jumped on her for that, which, by the way, is crap. I mean, if you're worried about her emails from 10 years ago, I can't even manage my emails this year. You know, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> worried like, about anybody's like emails thing. from 10 years ago. I could care less where they went. I don't care if they went overseas in some Al Jazeera uh, hard drive. Like, they're 10 years old. Give it up. That, if that's your only thing to, to go on. Yeah. She, she, she's done pretty well. But, uh, you think she'll be the next president? Your 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 guess right now. You know what? It's funny. I was thinking about that. Uh, I'm 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 support Hillary. And in 2008, I posted on. Maybe I just said it. Maybe I didn't post it. But I said when Hillary was running against Obama, I said if Obama and Hillary, if Hillary goes to the White House, I'm moving to France. Like that would be the worst thing in the world if Hillary Clinton was president. And in six years, I've completely changed my. Outlook. Really? I used, I used to be a really. I used to be a Republican. Um, I, I voted, oh really? I voted Republican for Bush uh, both times. Um, I was registered Republican because yeah, I lived in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, in a nice house and white guys everywhere. And I'm like, keep the money. <laughs> and then I and then I moved out. I moved out, and I saw the ways of the world. And I just uh, I'm split down the middle now. I mean, I still 
I still agree with a lot of things Republicans say. I don't think we should be giving money to minorities. By minorities, I mean, you know, poor people at left and right. Um, and I think, you know, immigration is a problem. But I also think the lobbyists with oil companies, I think, like, uh, social issues and climate change and things like that are more important to me than immigration. So I'm, I tend to lean yeah. more left. I'm, 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 a, I'm a Democrat now. But, um, but yeah, so, so to answer your I'm question, surprised. I think Hillary would uh, – Hillary would be. Uh, I think he'd be getting two for the price of one. I think Bill Clinton. I mean, if the biggest problem we had with him is Monica Lewinsky. We had it pretty good in the '90s, so I think it'd be like getting uh, two presidents for the price of one. So yeah, um, I'm gonna, gonna be the first first man. man. <laughs> uh, I'll be the first first man. Isn't that amazing? He will be the first first man. The first man. We won't have to work too. We can just tear it up. Hillary's off in Europe right now. Let's have a party, the old Bill style. I think it should just be Bill Clinton in there for. So I mean, yeah. that's amazing that you. I'm surprised that you um, even you know pick sides because I I just think it's all a crapshoot. It is. It is to a to a degree. I think. Like. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, like keep the money to, with the white man, and then yeah, yeah you you kind of step out of that little bubble in the suburbs of Philadelphia, right? And you're like, oh, there's oh, more, this happened. There's more to it, right? And a lot of it's not going to affect you anyway. I mean, whether there's a Democrat or Republican, it's it's not going to affect you directly all that much unless you're like a millionaire and they right. pass something crazy. But um, yeah, I mean. Uh, Really moved to L.A. has turned me into a, a big liberal in the sense that it just kind of opened your eyes for a little bit. But like I said, still split down the middle with, with a lot of things. Um, what about, you know, people that say I'm a conservative or I'm a liberal? Um, why would you want to be a conservative? Like why would you want to be conservative? I haven't been conservative about anything in my life ever. Yeah. I it's feel like it's a shrinking minority. It's the thing about conservatives, in my opinion, is the Republican Party, by definition of what it is, we, we're a country that is built on a republic. I mean, Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. I mean, there's there are good values to that. The problem is they are so bastardized right now with, with the wealth gap and with bastardized. rich and poor. Bastardized. And oh, with yeah, it's a big their priorities split. out of whack. Like if if gay cake is something <laughs> that is a is a – that you're talking about that you've you've missed the boat like not you know people get beheaded by isis christians muslims both not uh that boston's going to be underwater in 50 years not this but let's talk about the right to give to deny cake to gay people that's an issue we should talk about it's like your priorities are all out of whack like i can't even take you seriously do you think it's because that conversation is just so much easier to argue over Yes, definitely. You know, like it doesn't really take intelligence to argue over gay rights. Right. Yeah, because most of the people that vote them in office aren't intelligent, you know? Right. Because they, they prey on these idiot people to say like, a vote for me and we're going to do this. And you're, you know, gays caused Hurricane Katrina. <laughs> it's like you got to be out of your mind in this day and age. And there needs sheep. to be more of an outcry. Howard Stern and Bill Maher talk about that a lot, about how crazy some of these guys are. And if you listen to some of the arguments, you're just like, oh, my gosh. 
It's it's hard to understand, and that's what I said on the last show. I was like, Trump's interview was so interesting because I could follow what he was saying. A lot of times, it just goes right over my head. Yeah. I can't stand that about those debates. Like, they just yeah. they talk <laughs> in bullshit. These, they talk in these, like, broad oh, strokes. I'm like, you're not getting to the point. Right. Like, just, and Trump just, I'm going to bomb the royal. You yeah. know, right, right to the point. I would, I would love for him to say, let me just go in there. Uh, how he said he's going to take the oil, do it. If we're going to yeah. be on oil for the short run, like just take it. I am all about that. Just go in there and take it. Yeah, like he, he's, he's making his acceptance speech, and he's like, as my first order of business, boys, go get him. And like two jets just go <laughs> and take off, and we have like a drone videotaping the oil refinery that ISIS has. And our guys just drop a nuclear bomb right over it, and Trump videotapes it and plays it on a widescreen on the enti- on the White House during the, the Apprentice. Projector. The Apprentice is on. Yeah. The intern. <laughs> a commercial for The Apprentice right before the bomb hits. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it could it could be very entertaining. Jeb uh, Jeb Bush, the governor of Florida, is he a? Uh, do a lot of people like him in Florida? I mean, obviously enough to vote him in, but does he? Where you are in like the Miami area, is he a is he a pretty popular dude or it's like, you know, um it's split down the middle. You know, there's some rednecks down here that think he's I don't yeah. I don't even know, man. I don't I feel like people don't really care about Jeb. They're kinda like bush they're bushed out. <laughs> Whatever. They're bushed <laughs> you know? They're over it. They're on the gay cake. Twelve years of Bush. Yeah, man. Is Jeb gay? No, I just wanted to bring up gay cake one more time. Uh, no, I don't think he is. I think he's pretty. He says that uh, W, like, no. texts him all the time. I'll personally like, come, come on, man. Come on, man. Let's hang out. Let's do, let's uh, play some horseshoes. Play. And Jeb just, like, ignores him. <laughs> when you listen to uh, shows at your place in Star Island, do you. Uh, do you tend to block out? I'm just I do picture you living in Star Island though, because I've never been to your. I need to come down and visit you, but I've never been to your home in Florida. So I, I just picture you in like Cher's former state in in Star Island, <laughs> next to like you know, Shaq and like Pete Diddy. Uh, and but but I'm you're a, still a, like doing like your thing, like you're you know, packing up some ganja and like you know. Watch the <laughs> Phillies game, but it's at like a forty-four thousand square foot mansion with a boat outside. Like that's how I picture. I'm you. in a hammock in my front yard between two palm trees. <laughs> Nude. <laughs> yeah. No, Have you been, been there? By, in Star Island? Uh, is that a is that a place that you uh, you can go to? I've I've driven by it. I've never been there though. Pretty crazy. I hear I, I hear things. I bet it's crazy. Um, what were we talking about? Star Island. Star Island. Jeb Bush. Yeah. I don't know. Why did you say I picture picture you? you, What did you say? Oh, I picture you next to Shaq and P. Diddy on Star Island (laughs) living life, like packing the ganja and hanging out. But you're still like watching the Phillies and yourself. Like it hasn't gone to your head. Right. Like you're still like, hey, what's up? up?" Hopefully one day that's what I'll get to. What's up? Uh, but I feel like, dude, that I, we're we're ADD and all over the place. But I feel like that. Uh, what are you talking about? That video, the the president rap. If yeah. if you do mail, hey, I gotta schools, do that. Thanks. 
if you do mail that to schools, dude, that could be huge. That's how teachers teach. They, you know, get these rhymes and songs for kids to remember state capitals. Thank Only you. you're doing it with presidents. Yeah, I think it could be. I I think it could be huge one way. One is the schools respond to it. And they use it with that. Like kids look it up at home and it goes viral. Or two. Someone looks into the fact that I'm constantly Googling middle schools and send a police officer to check me out because that's <laughs> kind of weird in itself. So, um, so I know something. It'll, it'll be happening. It'll be it'll be happening. But no, thank you. I'm excited. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna wrap this up soon, if, with your grace's permission, and actually start the countdown for presidential rap song video. Uh, is your boy there? Uh, I don't think so. I'm I'm in the. Uh, the on the air light is on outside the office. And I, don't know. <laughs> uh, but I thought you I, said Jen needed the office. Jen, I took over this office. Jen started watching Modern Family. She DVR'd like every season, so I think I think oh the office is done. God. She's Jen starts a new her new position at work tomorrow, so she had to clean out like a hundred emails tonight. So oh, I think uh, yeah. So I think that that's that train has sailed. It's already eight o'clock here. So that train has sailed. That bird has <laughs> flew. <laughs> that Please. boat has left the station. That car has flown out of here. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Well, uh, that was a good Nerd 35. And this is fun. And I will see you Sunday. Have a good night, my lord. Everybody, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you soon on 